702 for the curious. Streaming countrywide on the 702 app. 24 minutes ago before we get to 11 o'clock, uh, Dave Scott, the founder of The Kiffness, is on the line with me. And I think it's appropriate that uh, uh, in the next couple of seconds we, we, we sort of remind you of, of how The Kiffness has, has re, not re-emerged, but has definitely drawn a lot of attention and become a social media hit. Longing for a Betty to keep him company. He knows that he must do what's right, but he ignores Cyril's call for us to chill in quarantine. I don't think you realize COVID 19's coming up. <laughs> no, that's brilliant. I think, I mean, Dave, you know for a fact that that song is is basically an anthem, especially for, for toppies, you know, people my age up to, say, my father's age. That song is an anthem. It's it's sort of one of those, no, totally. you have to play it at whatever party or whatever, you know, uh, occasion. And uh, you've, like you've turned it into another anthem for this country. But we, we really need it. No, whenever I hear that song, I, I think of that uh, airplane flying over those guys all having a, a castle together. <laughs> uh, you know, it's just one of those songs that uh, South Africa loves. Eh? So, yeah, when, when this pandemic struck, uh-huh. you know, the biggest pandemic of our decade needed the biggest song of the last uh, 100 years. So <laughs> it, it only seemed right that, uh, yeah... I took Kota and just turned it into something that was relevant to what's happening. No, really, it's. I, I mean, I, I I thoroughly enjoyed it, um, and I, and I saw it. And before I made the connection between you and you know the Kiffness, and I was I was thinking this is really cool because obviously there's been a couple of videos doing the rounds on social media, um, and and you know uh, some of them were obviously uh, I don't know someone stuck in quarantine in one or the other part of the world. Um, they have a lot of time on their hands, or not quarantine in lockdown, similar conditions to what we have at the moment. Um, they're stuck at home. They don't really have much to do during the day, so they're going to play around with their video editing software, and boom, they become a viral hit. And I thought yours sort of fell into that same category. Meanwhile, uh, lo and behold, yeah, we actually have an actual star behind this thing uh, that went viral. I mean, how has that? How have you sort of been received in that space? I mean, I'm sure you've reached a lot more people beyond your ordinary audience. No, totally. It's uh, it's amazing to see as well. You know how how it's been doing the rounds on uh, WhatsApp. I keep getting messages from people saying, "Dude, I just saw your song. My aunt from Canada sent it to me," and I, that just amazes me. Just how it, it kind of just flies around so quickly. Um, 
Mm. I mean, even even someone messaged me to say they know the guitarist for Toto, and they sent they sent him the song, and so it's, it's quite sort of surreal that you know a member of Toto's heard it himself. That is awesome. Have you heard anything from them? Have they said anything to you? Uh, the the person responded saying that he said, "Wow." So <laughs> that's, that's all I know is that yeah he. Whether whether it's a good wow or a bad wow, I'll never know. But <laughs> 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 look, I, I would I would believe that it's a good wow. So so uh, well done on I you. So. I mean, look at the very minimum. Even if it's a bad wow, the fact of the matter is is that you caught the attention of the guitarist of Toto. <laughs> I mean that that must mean a hell of a lot. I mean under the, I mean it speaks to volumes as well. Um, and it's obviously hit people the right chord, so to speak, because it's a fun song despite having a mess. Message, uh, you know, yeah. and, and ultimately, it's it's always difficult, I guess, to to try to um, ensure that you have a message without sort of preaching to people, and you've you've managed to ensure yeah. that you're not sort of preaching to us preerakant. But at the same yeah. time, um, I see that people have been having fun. I saw that there's another video that has gone viral of it's lo and behold, gone more, it, it's overtaken the Toto video now. You are kidding me? Yeah, no, I think. Uh, People love Toto, but I mean, I think Queen is just on another level globally. Like, uh, I think the the Bohemian Rhapsody parody that I've done is, has been doing the rounds in France. I keep seeing tweets with French and, you know, people in France <laughs> reposting it on their Instagram. So, so people in France obviously love uh, Freddie Mercury. <laughs> no, I've seen I've seen your Bohemian Rhapsody one, and I mean that's a stunning one. That's absolutely uh, well done. I mean, again, um, clearly you know using your your resources there really well, doing uh, no, doing a similar amazing. sort of setup to to Bohemian Rhapsody, the original video. It's amazing what you can find online because you know I'm I feel like I'm talented as a musician, but to actually learn the harmonies that that Freddie Mercury wrote would have been impossible if I, if I didn't do it without help. So I went to YouTube, uh-huh. I typed in uh, uh, Bohemian Rhapsody harmonies, and lo and behold, there was this guy in India doing a, a tutorial. So I just followed his tutorial, and, you know, I've been getting all the credits. <laughs> I think uh, we can quickly dip in and, and hear that one as well because I think that one was just absolutely stunning. I, I enjoyed that one. In fact, it's the one that I enjoyed the most, but maybe I'm being partisan here yeah, uh, for obvious choices. Uh, 18 minutes ago before we get to 11. This is the real life. This isn't fantasy. Caught in a lockdown. No escape from the quarantine. Time really flies If you just keep yourself busy
Nah, absolutely, absolutely beautiful, absolutely stunning stuff there, Dave. I mean, um, it's it's. So where does it start? Because a lot of the time, you know, some of these things happen accidentally. You're sitting around having a bit of fun, and obviously, you're making sure that it's a decent thing that you're putting together uh, to put out there. But at the very same time. Um, what what led you to to this? Because the immediate assumption would be that look, you have um, a profile, a public profile. You've you've you you the founder of the Kifness. Um, people know you, and that uh, this is all part of your usual repertoire. Or is this something completely outside of that? I think having the time to just relax and kind of reset my brain put me in a, in a different uh, creative headspace. I'm so used to just doing gigs week in and week out. Um, so I've kind of been self-quarantining for a while now, and it's, I've, I've just been in a, in a completely different headspace in, in that I've just been enjoying, you know, learning classic songs and learning the harmonies that Freddie Mercury made. I mean, just learning how to, how to perform that song gave me so much more respect for what he actually did. Um, mm-hmm. And Toto alike. I mean, yes, those guys sing super high. Like every time I hear myself doing that cover, my my throat gets a little bit sore. But uh, I'm, I, I don't consider myself a vocalist, but to be able to just uh, take the time to explore what I can do with my voice and actually surprise myself uh, has been quite rewarding. And uh, today I was, I was learning a bit of Dave Brubeck, Mm-hmm, composed mm-hmm. Take Five, um, and I'm busy learning a song called Unsquare Dance, which is like a totally weird uh, time signature and everything. But yeah, like just I've I've been learning that song today, and it's it's just been cool to not have the pressure of work. So I'm I'm trying to see the silver lining and just uh, use this time just to be creative. And if people like it, then that's a bonus. But that's that's never the, 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 the sort of point. The yeah. point is to just kind of, you know, enjoy expressing myself and, and just seeing what I can do. But, I mean, the cool thing for me ultimately is, uh, you know, what, what I'm thinking about, you know, when you're doing all of this and putting all of this work together. As a musician, this is a tough time for you, obviously, uh, because now the clubs are closed that you would be performing at and all the other venues that you would be performing at at the moment. Apart from that, uh, you know, your next best bet is to put together an album, put it on an online platform and then release it there and then um, hope for sufficient uh, downloads and, and people purchasing your music through that particular platform. But it doesn't necessarily mean that you are always uh, in that headspace where you're ready to put together an entire album and launch and go. Apart from that, you know, generally the kifness. You know, the kifness is made up of different individuals and getting those different individuals together might be problematic during lockdown. So uh, this is a nice opportunity to, to yes, relax, um, and but I guess it takes off the, the edge of, of stressing about uh, the income that you're missing out on at the moment, number one. Number two, it's also a fun, creative thing that keeps you in the social media spotlight. Totally. Um, yeah, it, it, it's, it's been interesting to see, you know, which musicians seem quite relaxed about it and the other ones who are stressing a little bit because this, you know, like performing is their only revenue stream. Um, but for those, of, for those of us who have prepared for this very sort of thing, mm. 
we, we've got our royalty affairs in order, so we're still getting money from Samro and Sampra and all the royalty collection agencies. Yeah, yeah. Um, that's definitely helped me out. And I'm also lucky that I've got a side project under my own name, David Scott, which no one knows about. I've never performed as David Scott. Mm-hmm. But it's killing us on Spotify at the moment. Like the people that I entrusted my music with just got it in front of the right people and it got onto the right playlist. And so I'm, I'm making decent money from streams at the moment. My, my debut EP's got millions of streams and that's, that's keeping me going. So I have been quite fortunate. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, like obviously just all these, uh, sort of Corona parodies that I've been doing have, have been raking up quite a few views on YouTube. Um, and luckily, because it's a parody, I get to, you know, claim revenue from that. I think most, like, it's probably half-half goes to the original composers, then half to me. So, I mean, I'm, I'm not complaining. I'm, I'm trying to just uh, make sure that my, my sort of passive revenue streams are, Keep on going. are flowing. Yeah, no, but that's awesome. That's awesome, and I mean, that's as you said, it's, it takes um, uh, preparedness. You need to prepare for it. Um, uh, you you ascribing a bit of luck there. I think it's also has to do with talent and what you are able to do because it's not just luck. Um, I think it's also the work that you've put in thus far. But let's talk a little bit about history. Here. I mean, the kifness. I mean, that's such a South African saying. I, I remember when I was still a student. And, and, you know, there was a couple of sayings, things that I don't say now as a grown-up anymore. You know, everything is schwakas, is everything kiff, is everything, you know what I mean? I, I think I still say cool. Cool I'll use, awesome I might use because I think that that has broad appeal. But, uh, you know, uh, it's it's very South African to talk about being kiff. Yeah, kiffness, huh? Uh, so yeah. where does it come from? Does it come from no, that I mean, period? I, I know that... I know that you're on 702 and you need to speak a little bit more properly now, but I think you should bring <laughs> Kiff back to, to 702. It's definitely, I think the word's on the rise. It's, it recently got added to the, the Oxford Dictionary, which is a big uh, win for me. I've been pushing. No, I'm, I'm lying. I, I wasn't on the forefront of that. But it got added last year, is my point. Mm-hmm. And uh, I, think, I think more and more people are using it. Maybe it's because... They keep seeing the kiffness on their timeline, like with these strange videos that keep coming up. Exactly. But, uh, yeah. No, it's, it's a word, like you say, like when I was also a student, it, it was kind of just ingrained in me. So uh, I, it just made sense to, to call it the kiffness. And just from a very practical point of view as well, if you're a band mm. starting out, it's very important to have a name that is unique. Because if you try and Google it, Mm-hmm. If your band's name is, I don't know, The Table, then you try and Google The Table and you're just going to get pictures of tables and yeah. you know, furniture stores or whatever. But and then you're the pretty stuff. Yeah, The Kiffness was the only thing on Google. And so if people wanted to find me, it was easy. So that, from a very practical point of view, that's, <laughs> that's, that's actually why really I awesome. went with that band. <laughs> I think that's really awesome. So tell us, I mean, every, every band has a cool story. I mean, the Red Hot Chili Peppers... Um, uh, Anthony Cadis and Flea met each other in school. They beat each other up first day, blah, blah, blah. You know, that's that story. And then years later, they're still best buds. What's your story? How did the Kiffness come about? Uh, I wish my story was as, uh, as nice as that. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, yeah, so I actually started the band with a school friend. Uh-huh. 
Uh, luckily, we're still friends, but unfortunately, we had to part ways. Um, yeah, I've been to a few members, so starting with my, my schoolmate. My brother was part of the band for a while. Mm. Um, and he he wanted to just chill out and play. He's, he's an animator, and I think when things started picking up, yeah, just all the traveling and everything was just too much for him. And then um, now I've done my homework because yeah. I actually listened to your interview with uh, Bruce Whitfield a couple of months ago. Okay, um, yeah, and, and uh, I remember that part of the story where where you know the the touring schedule was picking up, and your Bruce said, "Listen, yeah. this is not my life. This is your thing. You do go ahead. I'm I'm yeah, going to take it back." Yeah. <laughs> the cool thing is, my bandmate at the moment we met on SoundCloud. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so like when I was starting out, I was uploading all my music onto SoundCloud and he found my music completely by chance. Uh-huh. And he was in another band at the time, but now we're, we're playing together and it's cool. We're very good friends and I think it's quite cool that we met on SoundCloud. So that's awesome. I mean, obviously the Kipnis, uh is in itself an entity. It's, it's constantly evolving different band members at different stages and so on and so forth. I mean, what's the next phase for for you i mean now you you uh as as dave scott you have reached uh your equilibrium so to speak in your own um as a solo artist uh, releasing your own stuff via spotify and other um d- digital media excuse me i don't yeah. know what's happening to my voice there <laughs> um and other digital media but the question is well what's what's the next phase for the for the kiffness um so starting a side project, I think, was very important for me because I think the kiffness is so associated with just uh, quirkiness and sarcasm and parody kind of stuff. So I think my focus for the kiffness is, is to kind of just keep it in that vein. Um, and then the more sort of serious stuff I'll keep for David Scott. I kind of feel like if I had to compare myself to an actor, I would be Mr. Bean. <laughs> and Mr. Bean is like the Kiffness part of him, of, of his character. And then there's Rowan Atkinson, who's like the serious actor. And um, that that would be me, just David Scott. But you do know that Rowan Atkinson has a McLaren F1, which is probably, not probably, which is definitely the greatest um, supercar of all time. He, he, albeit he did go and crash it afterwards. But the point is he had a McLaren F1. Um, yeah, so, so yeah. I mean, if I'm comparing myself to someone who owns a McLaren F1, I'll, I'm hopefully on the right path. <laughs> At the moment, I've got a Honda Jazz. Uh huh. Um, so not quite. It works. It works. It works. <laughs> yeah, but uh, yeah, maybe if if David Scott does well, I'll I'll be like old Rowan Atkinson. <laughs> so anyway, what's what's the plans now going forward with uh, this online phenomenon? Uh, that you've become internationally and obviously uh, locally. And, and with that, I mean, uh, the one thing that stands out for me, which I thought was absolutely stunning, and I saw it on your channel, on your, on your Facebook um, uh, page, actually, was there was this busker, you know, a guy that uh, mm. uh, basically sings in a parking lot, right. and, he, and he literally sang your song. You obviously put his video on uh, your platform as well. Um, clearly, there's a good reception, um, and and that means that that everything is just coming together really nicely. No, I mean when I saw that video when it came through on an email, it it really touched me. It was he's just got such a 
a good aura about him, old Mike. Like as soon as I saw him, I just knew that I had to do something for him. Mm -hmm. And uh, it's just so great that I have an audience who is receptive to that kind of stuff. You know, like it doesn't take a lot for me to just put a video up and say, guys, check, this guy did a cover of of my song. If it put a smile on your face, here's this bank details, help him out. And just so many people contributed. I was actually, I was very touched. There there was a, I think he was a young uh, guy who, who said, all I have is 50 rand, but he, he, he gave him 50 rand and he said, I hope that's enough. And I think it's, it's not really about the amount of money mm. that you give. It's, it's more the heart behind it. And just seeing, you know, guys who don't have a lot, you know, just giving 50 rand was, was very touching. No, exactly, so, and, and 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 that's the thing, isn't it? Is is that little bit my fifty and someone else's fifty and someone else's five and someone else's twenty? Eventually, it makes yeah. up. Uh, it makes up a hell of a lot of money, um, and it, it's something that is unexpected. I mean, I'm sure that when Mike sat down and he started, you know, he sort of did his cover version of your song, or which is a cover in turn of <laughs> a Toto song. I'm sure that his intent wasn't. Uh, that he was going to become an online uh, hit and 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 thereby earn money. He he just did it for fun. You know, he thought it was a funny show, a yeah. song. It was relevant to the time, and he did it. And I think that's also why I was just uh, so willing and 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 just wanting to give to him because I know that there was no agenda. Like he he heard the song, he learned it in the taxi, and then. In turn, he was putting out a good message. It was the day before lockdown, and he was just encouraging people. Um, but yeah, I've, I've heard back from him. He's, he's just in shock that it happened. And uh, I think he's just super grateful. And yeah, it's, it's tough for a lot of guys, man. It's, this is how they make their living. And you know, when, when the gigs run out, if you've got a family of four, it's hard. Like, luckily, mm. I don't have I don't have kids to feed, and I don't have many overheads. So, I'm lucky in that I can survive. You know, but I feel for some people, man. It's, it's crazy time. So, what's what's the next step? Uh, is there going to be a, a cool YouTube channel? Is uh, are you looking at? Uh, obviously, you, as you mentioned, that you're monetizing this via your social media platforms. But I mean, what's what does the future hold? Uh, for Dave Scott, when it comes to this type of thing, are we uh, can we look forward to some more um, uh, videos of this nature coming through and us being entertained during this period of what three weeks of lockdown and then being stuck at home uh, with not much to do and hopefully if you have internet access at least you can check this out. Yeah, I mean the idea of being a YouTube star does appeal to me. <laughs> um, you know, I'm getting quite old for the shows, waking up early in the morning to, to fly to Joburg to do a show, and then it's late, and then it's another early flight. Hey, man, I'm getting old for this. I want to sit at home, just make videos. <laughs> no, but, yeah, I, I, I kind of feel like I'm riding a wave at the moment, and I, I'm not sure how long the wave's going to last for, but uh, I'm enjoying it while it lasts, and if it carries on, then it carries on, but... Yeah, I, I enjoy making videos and, and just getting the feedback, you know, people saying that this is helping them get through this thing. It's it's very rewarding. So, like, I don't know what I'll do once the pandemic's over. Maybe maybe I need a bit of a pandemic to, <laughs> to get inspired, as bad as that sounds. But, 
Yeah, I don't know. We'll see what happens. Well, dude, listen, you're really entertaining and informing us. We're thoroughly enjoying uh, enjoying it. Um, just for people who haven't seen it yet, those who uh, might not have been looking at social media for whatever reason during lockdown, um, where do they find you? Uh, I'd say Facebook is probably the best place to go. It's just the Kiffness, or if you're on Instagram or Twitter, it's at the Kiffness, one word. Awesome stuff. Listen, dude, I'll definitely be keeping an eye out. Thank you so much for your time. All the best to you. I appreciate it, man. Really, stunning week. chat, stunning chat. That was David Scott, founder of The Kiffness. You heard a bit about the band. You also heard about some of the stuff that he's been getting up to uh, via the social media.